I'm Florida Gaming Man. What the f*** is going on down there? Hello, welcome to episode 466 on this July 1st, 2017, here with WTF at TFW. My internet name's Vangelis, his internet name's Aaron. Yeah, it's, it's also my real name. And his internet name's TJ. It's, it's also kind of my real name. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, maybe it's not cool having a pseudonym right now, but if I keep mine in like 10 years, I'm going to be cool again. And then you're all gonna be like, no, I'm not Aaron, I am AKSMTH. That guy's a loser. And you're gonna be like, oh, I'm not just TJ, I'm Omegas Prime, remember him? And everyone's gonna be like, well, he was always Vangelis, he never sold out to reality. Uh, I only was thinking of the word sold out, and then to reality just popped it in my head there, and it made myself laugh, which means it's a really terrible, terrible joke. Um, we are gonna talk some Transformers this weekend. And uh, we're all still we're all still a little bit fresh off of recording for four hours about the last night, uh, so we're probably not going to talk too much about the movie here. In fact, I, I I tried to avoid giving us any questions about the movie, uh, so we could have a little bit of a breather. Um, I don't know unless you guys had more you wanted to say about the last night. We only did talk for about four hours. Yeah, that's not that long. No. <laughs> just no alright alright uh, let's talk about some masterpiece toys because we had this thing drop uh, at Takaratomi Mall it's a pre-order for something that's coming out uh, in December the end of the year it's a set of masterpiece cassettes uh, it's a very e-hobby-ish set because it's got stuff like Wing Thing and Enemy and Stripes and Night Stalker here's the part where everyone kind of paused and blinked Night Stalker is a redeco of Steeljaw there's no Masterpiece Steeljaw. Also, Stripes and Night Stalker appear to have switched their hip weapons. But that Steeljaw there sure doesn't look like a straight remold of that uh, that Ravage. So, how exactly does that work? I think this is fascinating. Also, I've wanted a Masterpiece enemy since however many years ago the Masterpiece cassettes came out. So I'm kind of stoked about this whole thing. It's a little expensive, uh, but that's also because it's a pack of four Masterpiece cassettes, and I always forget how much Masterpiece cassettes cost. But uh, I'm, I'm kind of into this, um, mostly because of Enemy, to be honest. I think a lot of people are into this because of Night Stalker, <clears throat> but I, I, I caution that may mostly be because also none of you have Steeljaw. Uh, but this, this also kind of softly confirms there's probably a Masterpiece Steeljaw coming, and that would only be happening if there were other Masterpiece Autobot cassettes. And that would only happen if there was a Masterpiece Blaster for them all to go into. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, TJ, how did you feel about this news? Did this take you by surprise? Certainly did. It's always weird when I see these completely random characters come up as, like, official toys. Considering Enemy was, like, what, a walkie-talkie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, uh, he, he first got real... Him and Wing Thing were both with Encore Sound Blaster. I just, mm -hmm. rem just remembered. <laughs> There's something about that wing thing that bugs me because the or the head is orange instead of black. I always like, forget what wing thing looked like. I than... well, yeah, I had wing thing as a kid, so I, like I had Action Master Soundwave. Yeah. So like, there's part there's part of me that there's a little bit of a nostalgia bug biting me on that one. Do you think they might tweak that before it comes out? 
I I did don't they, know. Did, like it's did, it's so not masterpiece to leave something like that so inaccurate. Did the encore one have a black head or an orange head? Because uh, I bet uh, they're deferring to the encore one for the color scheme. Yeah, like it might just been a take the mold pattern. Yeah, the encore had a orange head. Okay, I bet that's why this one is colored that way. Actually, it's like half orange and half black. So he's slowly been losing the black in his head as he gets better and better toys. Now he's just wearing a shirt. Mm. <laughs> um, this is also, by, by the way, I just realized this is a way for people to get Masterpiece Ratbat. Uh, who, as far as I remember, is still only available with Sound Blaster. And then in like more comic-y colors in that one TFCC set. Did that TFCC set actually come out? Which set? There was a Collector's Club set that had Masterpiece oh, Ratbat in it. right, the G.I. Joe crossover set. Did that set come out? Like the Car Wash of Doom-based one, I, I think. Th I think it came out. I, I don't, don't remember, remember anymore. Okay, well, let's let's talk about things we remember. <laughs> I think we've said enough things I don't remember. Uh, My brain is also running on four hours sleep, so it might just be impaired right now. Well, Aaron's here, and he's he's all full of that black blood of the earth. Uh, how are you feeling about this four pack? He's asleep. Aaron. Aaron. Oh no! I just got disconnected. That's what happened. <laughs> are we back? Oh, we're back. We're back. All right, let's yeah. just keep rolling. Aaron, I don't know. Did you hear me at all? Nope. Okay, nope. I called on you to add, I said, uh, Aaron's the one who's probably all full of that black blood of the earth. He's the most awake. What do you think, Aaron? Then there's a pause. So I <laughs> joked, well, Aaron's probably asleep. And then I was, didn't hear anything, so I started yelling your name, and then the call dropped. Uh, so, Aaron, what do you think of the four-pack? Um, I think that the... Uh the kind of whispers at uh, Autobot cassettes and uh, how that rolls up is interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but beyond that, I don't know. It's, uh, what is it? Uh, basically 1,100, or sorry, 11,000 yen. Yeah, about 100 um, US-ish. But it that's also Takara Tomi Mall prices, which those mm -hmm. always have a bit of a goose to it. Uh, but I'm, I'm probably not. I mean, I say I'm probably not as if there's a chance I'm not going to be getting these. Mm -hmm. Um, just because while I I think the I think the cassettes are cool, man, they're pricey for the size and especially since it's like, hey, you get these things to go with the much larger, much more expensive thing. For sure. I think uh, I just really want to know how this remolding worked because also I don't have Masterpiece Ravage anywhere near me. I want to know how this remolding worked to give because they, what they're doing is they're following some e hobby thing, if I remember reading this right, where Stripes and Night Stalker switched uh, Ravage and uh, Steel Jaws weapons. And since those mm -hmm. are built into these toys, they still managed to switch them on these guys. And I'm curious how that worked out. Yeah. Like, did they actually just switch parts between the two or what? Um,. Yeah, I'm kind of stoked for this thing. I'm I'm not thinking I'm going to throw a pre-order down, 
but it's certainly one of those four packs where if I'm in the right place at the right time, uh, I wouldn't hesitate too much. Um, a proper stripes and an enemy are the things that are really going to get me. I've never really felt much for wing thing because I never had the action master. Uh, Night Stalker, I always forget is a is a person. I always forget he exists. Uh, no offense meant. <laughs> But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing a potential Masterpiece Blaster. That would be pretty cool. And a, a whole nother run at the Masterpiece Cassette thing. Um, I wonder if uh, if coming back to Blaster might mean they might also come back to some of the Decepticon cassettes they never did. Uh, I'd love to see official Masterpiece takes on like the Combiner cassettes or the Dino cassettes. That'd be fun. Yeah. I, I, ha I had the Combiner Decepticons as a kid, and it was like really meaningful little set for me so i would mm -hmm. love to see those as masterpiece when i had the chance to pick up the keys fantasy club third party versions of the combiner cassettes for a pretty decent price even though they are quite janky i did it anyway and you know i fixed them up as best i could and i still got a pretty warm feeling from them so like something with a better fit and finish than a you know many years ago kfc piece would be right up my alley um yeah now I'm thinking about things that don't exist. So uh, let's move on to some stuff that is known for sure. The Hascon Transformers panels. We have a bullet-pointed list of what these are. Um, Hascon has put out their whole schedule, I believe. And uh, I, didn't really, I didn't really look at the whole schedule because I didn't care that much about it. But I did care about the Transformers side. So uh, there's going to be an IDW panel about Transformers comics. There will be uh, From Unicron to Megatron, Explore the Villains of Transformers. Uh, More Than Meets the Eye is going to be the Transformers brand team panel. There's going to be a uh, Transformers The Last Night in the Making panel. There will be uh, a panel with Peter Cullen and Frank Welker sounding off, and they're going to have an autograph session. And uh, there's going to be a Machinima panel about the Prime Wars trilogy, which could be interesting depending on who they get there, I think. Um... But that's a that's a decent amount of programming for Transformers, considering how much this is about the family and not necessarily Transformers itself. Uh, I am sure that we will be getting some kind of live feed uh, from somebody in the crowd about the more than meets the eye panel. Um, so I, I think this looks like a pretty good amount of stuff for Transformers as far as a Hascon. Um, Aaron, what do you think? So it looks like um, like the the. Um, which one? The more than meets the eye panel. That looks like that repeats each day. Oh, really? Yeah. So the front page story has huh. like twelve slides or something, and yeah, because there's uh one at five thirty on Friday, one at uh oh uh, no, where was that one? That one was at uh, there's another one on Saturday. And then there was another one on Sunday, and they were all more than meets the eye. Um, yeah, Rotunda, 5 to 5.45, more than meets the eye, with the same get a sneak peek. And then, uh, again, uh, in room 551AB on Sunday at 2 o'clock, and the call went away again. Hey! Hey! The so call went away again. So what were, are we doing? You were saying there was another. There was one on Saturday. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then there's one on Sunday at uh, two o'clock. Ah, in room five fifty one A slash B, and all of them have the same description. So, I I wonder with it going three times, um, 
I doubt there's going to be the botcon level of like, hey, here's the secret sauce behind things. Yeah, I doubt they're going to show anything NDA driven, but I'm sure that it sounds to me like they're going to have a PowerPoint slideshow, which will involve some 2018 toy reveals. Right. But they're just going to do it three times. So if you miss the first one, you can see it again. Um, right. I expect that means there probably won't be Q&A. Uh, but on the bright side, that means that if someone does miss something the first time around, they can definitely go back and hear it again, which mm -hmm. oddly enough, I think would be quite helpful for the news cycle that usually happens around that stuff. Because yeah. often it's more we get the account from the floor of the panel and then someone says, actually, that bit is wrong because they said this. And then, you know, we have like one and a half days of people trying to get their facts straight. So now you can you can super for sure get it all accurate. Right. Um. TJ, what about you? How do you feel about this layout of uh, of Transformers content for the family event? Well, it, it is not bad. Um, yeah, it it is good to see a lot of it does repeat, so you do have extra chances. Uh, this it, it's kind of weird for me to like scroll through and look at the entire list of things that have their own panels and mm -hmm. events. It's like Stretch Armstrong has a panel. I like, was gonna call that out. Yeah, as soon like, as we I, were done, I <laughs> haven't seen a Stretch Armstrong toy in. 20 years well they're, they're doing a new show according to that description uh stretch armstrong and the flex fighters it's gonna be about a teenager called jake armstrong excuse me oh he turns into stretch armstrong okay <laughs> i got confused for a second there <laughs> uh yeah oh there's there's gonna be a magic the gathering improv show <laughs> watch as wizards of the coast own improv artists I didn't know Wizards of the Coast had improv artists. We're, we're playing whose card is it anyway? There, There's like three people that go to an improv group, so... Oh, that would actually... Whatever. That would make me really happy if it was like we went to a corporate improv event and it turns out like two or three people in the office really liked it. Right. Like, that would be kind of nice. Uh, multiple Chewbacca mom autograph sessions as well, so she's definitely still coming. Uh, that was in question somewhere on Twitter or on one of the threads, and I... I didn't know why, but she she is definitely still coming. Join us for an autograph session with Candace Payne, the Chewbacca mom, who set the internet on fire when she posted a Facebook Live video of herself in Hasbro's electronic Chewbacca mask. <laughs> Hundreds of millions of views later, she has appeared on Good Morning America Entertainment Tonight and countless sites and publications. Uh, I was wondering if they were going to slip Hasbro's in there, and they certainly did. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like it'll be fun if you're going. Uh... Yeah, there's the Dude Perfect panel. Oh, there's going to be a to-be-announced panel on Sunday at 12 o'clock. wonder what that's going to be. Um, yeah, I think this looks like a decent spread of Transformers, considering, you know, all, all this other stuff that's going on. Uh, there's right. a D&D &D monster building panel. I don't know much about monsters or D&D, &D, but that sounds interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, if you are going to Hascon, please, like, you know, hit up social media and tell us how it's going. Or hit up one of the threads, you know, when it's time for the show. I'd like to hear about the experience. Uh, another show happened recently in Taiwan. TF Expo Taiwan 2017 had a big display case full of stuff, some of which we haven't really seen much of before. Uh, or, you know, we're waiting to see it come out. Um, I wonder if some of the recent in-hand pictures of toys was from people who were in the midst of setting up these displays, because these look exactly like the toys we saw before. Uh, stuff like the new Voyager Last Night Wave with Scorn and Nitro. Uh, excuse me, Nitro Zeus. Um, leader Megatron. Right. Yeah, I'm, whoa! I'm not going to start something with Nitro Zeus. Uh, also, um, Titans Return Overlord. 
uh, is out there, and that's kind of cool. Um, the the clones, the Titans Return clones. There's just going to be a two pack of the other two clones, making them ridiculously complicated to collect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm just gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? Because I'm starting to think that maybe I missed the window on those two box sets that already came out. I'm starting to think maybe I'll just wait and see if Takartomi releases the clones as a four pack, like I was hoping that they would. Because uh, they, I, I really like how these clones. Are, they look way more like clones in robot mode than the original clones did. Uh, granted, I think that's because they are literally the same toy in many spots, but mm -hmm. they are pulling off that clone thing a little bit better, uh, I think. Uh, the alt modes look pretty good, too. Aaron, what are we going to do about these clones? Are you going to... Are, are they even on your radar, or has this become too complicated? I still wanna, I've got one of them. He's right here. Selling a desk. I want I want the other ones. If you get the other one for the one you have, you're going to have one of the other set of clones, too. Right. And it means I need to get the Siege on Cybertron set. That pre-order is so sold out. pre-orders are sold out. Yep. And hell if I know poking around the new Big Bad Toy Store site. Way to say, hey, I'd like this, but probably won't. I don't know. Like, I would it say... It makes me sad. I think there's a 50-50 chance that once that set releases, it'll just be in stock. Yeah. I wonder if, if they just have, like, hey, the early shipment. Yeah. But. That doesn't help anyone with, with uh, the Velocitron set, of course, but... Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, TJ, what about you? Like, do you, do you think you're going to go all in on the clones, or is this, at the least, do you find this a little complicated? Uh, a, a little is saying something. I have not had any luck obtaining any of those multi-packs now just to get one of them, let alone getting all four. And I I, I assumed we were just going to have two more multi-packs, but now it's like, no, the clones are their own little multi-pack. It's like, all right. Okay. <laughs> Whatever works. I think I'm in, I think I'm with you right now. I'm waiting to see if uh, Takara just, just does like two packs of uh, the, the Decepticons and then the Autobots or four pack the whole bunch together. Yeah. I mean, I do like the look of them a lot more now that I see, you know, all of them together. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm actually really happy Wingspan seems to have a completely different transformation because that was a really weak one. Yeah. The old G1 toy. Well, and, and uh, like having messed with the one who comes with the Velocitron set, the Autobot land clone, you know, once I messed with that one and then I saw like, oh, there's an entire piece of transformation engineering in this guy that he doesn't use. Uh, that made me way more excited um, for Cloud Raker because it's like, oh, that that guy's going to have a legit jet jet transformation. And clearly, you know, from the Decepticon clones, it's like the same thing. Like they just put a splitting crotch function in there. You don't use that for the land one, but the air one certainly does. Right. And uh, yeah, like that, you know, that that bird mode looks a million times better than the G1 toy. There's something about that cloud raker that I know is going to have people asking for uh, uh, pretender repaints. Because the vehicle mode has that mm, look of it. Yeah, you're right. He's got that shape. The like, th this is a man clearly folded in half, but there's a cockpit yeah. sticking out of his pelvis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. That seems like something that uh, a botcon or an e-hobby uh, would do. Uh, depending on you know what they're up to in future. Well, we've only got one of those right now. I mean, I'm just saying like a botcon, as in whatever may come as, for official Transformers conventions. 
in the future. Uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know why, because it, it makes completely perfect sense. In fact, it's less of a monetary burden for the other two clones to just be packed by themselves. I think it's because of the, for me, unforeseen factor of the Velocitron and Cybertron sets, like, becoming hard to get. Yep. I thought those things were going to be kicking around long enough for this to all be simple. But instead, it was like, no, you had to early adopt. And it's like, I don't like to do that with my Transformers, uh, if I can avoid it. So, yeah, we'll see how that all goes down. As for the other big uh, reveal, uh, Overlord, we finally get some big in-hand pictures of him. Uh, immediately, whoever it was that took these photos put a couple of headmasters into his pectorals, and it looks all twisted and weird, and I love it. Um He's got uh, that leader class Titans Return thing of his helmet looking maybe a little too big for his head, uh, but not in a way that is super distracting. Uh, it just definitely looks like a really big helmet. Um, I think he looks good. You know, he uh, he looks like a, a fun, simple G1 style overlord. Um, it certainly looks like at one point they were thinking of maybe giving him some Mighty W lips and then, and then pulled it back. Uh, I don't mind. Like, I, I think... For what this toy is, going G1 is a lot more realistic. Um, whether or not we also happen to have a really good IW Overlord from Mastermind, that's besides the point, I think. Uh, but, TJ, how do you feel about this Overlord? I am seriously digging this. Like, an up-to-date, articulated Overlord has been on my wish list for a long time now. Mm. You know, this is... Yeah, this is one of those, hey, it's the G1 toy with a whole bunch of uh, joints added in. Like, that's all I really wanted out of something like this. Like, he looks fantastic. Like, I'm I'm really happy right now because I've been skipping I've been skipping Sky Shadow so much because I want I want to experience this toy, but I want to do it this way. Yeah. I, want, I want the Overlord. I, like, I can tell you, you're in for some good times, because the Sky Shadow mold, uh, posability-wise, it's not hyper-posable, but everything about it feels more natural to pose than Six Shot. Uh, and those ankle tilts are beautiful. And, mm -hmm. like you were saying, like to get that on what is basically like a very G1-y Overlord, it's like, here's Overlord, except he has basic posability and he can have an A stance. And I'm like, I'm hyped. Uh, Aaron, how are you feeling? Um, I'm really liking it. I did just get Sky Shadow. So, uh, it's, you know, I know 95% of this toy already. Mm -hmm. Um, the one thing from the images that I kind of wish that he had done, um, instead of having the faces looking out of the pectorals have, oh, nope, never yeah, mind. I was about, I was there about it is. to say, I was about to yeah. say. <laughs> there it is. I, uh, I was looking at a condensed version of a bunch of thumbnails. Yeah. So did it the other way do too. That. Do that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Did it. Do that thing. Do that thing. It'd be really nice <laughs> if they did that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Black Lion. Thanks gonna, for doing that. Just gonna chalk that up to our <laughs> random uh, phone can. Oh, Skype. 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 What? What? Huh? What you say? I don't. <laughs> I don't. Oh, there. I got my modem connected uh, back in. You guys. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, that looks some uh similar enough to uh Power Masters being plugged in on the chest as well. Oh, and that is 100% the intent, I think. I think yeah. the Takara Tomy version is going to come with two Titan Masters who have engines instead of faces. It's probably going to come with another Titan Master for the head, or they'll just sculpt a face mm -hmm. in there. Like, Well, Sky Sh uh, both of these are set up so that it's, you know, you'd never have to remove the headmaster from the head. Yeah. From inside the helmet. So, I mean, and I think it's kind of a thing that... 
I get it that they're keeping the gimmick across the line, but that's how you end up with these big helmets that you lose the head inside of it because you want to have a head that's to scale, not have this huge body and then this little tiny head just hanging out there. That's why I'm wondering if Takaratomi might just end up like remolding the helmet into a solid head. Um, Because, you know, they didn't do that with God Bomber and they actually made some kind of fun fiction out of that. So I'm I'm thinking it might go either yeah. way, and I'm fine either way. But it'd be cool if uh, if they or even a Shapeways artist, you know, did up a cool like just uh, plug in faceplate for this. Also, so you could make him more IDW looking if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this Overlord is looking good. I'm uh, I'm ready for him, uh, especially right now when for Canadians at Toys R Us it is very easy to get things for much cheaper, uh, thanks to coupon abuse. Um, was there anything else, uh, revealed here? Like, do you guys want to talk at all about Nitro Zeus or Scorn? Uh, they're, the photos of them just kind of confirmed a lot of the things I was excited about for the most part. Uh, Nitro Zeus looks like he is a pretty darn solid toy. Scorn looks like everything I wanted from the photos for the most part. Like, I didn't see any, any bad surprises unless I missed something. Uh, they both seem to have some pretty solid ankle tilts, which is a great carryover from, uh, Megatron and Hound. Um, that's something actually worth, worth mentioning like wave two of the last night voyagers the two like like see so you got wave one which is like a repaint and then an optimus prime who feels like maybe he was designed two two years ago and then just not finished wave two with hound and megatron you got two guys who feel like a step above both those toys and they got hella ankle tilts and now i'm seeing more ankle tilts like is the ankle tilt back are we back yeah are we, are we live i'm not again? sure and my <laughs> My big concern right now is that I'm not seeing much of these movie toys moving, so mm-hmm. I don't know how, like, if I'm going to see much of Wave 2. I think the part where we take for granted that the movie toys will shelf clog until the fall is maybe not going to happen this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Canada, it seems to be happening, because Canada seems to just be blowing through the releases of these. But in the States, uh, I, I have noticed you guys talking about a lack of Wave 2 being too readily available. Yeah. Like, it's popping up, but not a whole lot. The Walmart hot rod hasn't showed up anywhere, as far as I know. Um, yeah. The uh, Skeletron is kind of sparsely available, but not everywhere. Um, it's thin. Yeah, might might be worth going to online for some of this stuff, if it's still looking grim by August. But, uh... TJ, what about you? Like, having seen the movie, do you feel anything fresh towards Nitro Zeus? Do you feel, uh, does Scorn make you feel anything? I liked the, you know, six seconds of personality I got from Nitro Zeus. Mm-hmm. Like, there is part of me that wishes, like, I need, I need, like, a little gold chain to put around his head. I mean, here, so I was thinking about, the other day, it was crossing my mind again, third parties, where are you? But then I was like... Aren't there these stores f- for making necklaces and stuff where I could just get gold chain? There's also potentially a 25 cent machine outside of a store that will also drop one out of an egg for you. Yeah, like, like small gold chains are not hard to get. No. From what I understand. So maybe we should just do it. We should just do it ourselves. <laughs> well, I should just do it myself. TJ, I don't know if you're if you're still feeling are you feeling enough about Nitro Zeus that you might actually want to pursue him? Uh, perhaps I'm, I'm, I might, this one I'll probably take a look at a few reviews first before I commit to that one. Yeah. Uh, I, it's the scorn on like, hmm, 
because I like the deluxe so much. I don't really feel like I need anything more out of my scorn experience. I uh, it's for me, it's partly that I want all the scorn in my face, but it's also partly that, like, even though I know this isn't how it works, I want to show monetary support for more scorn. Like if mm-hmm. it's like if you're going to release a scorn, I want to buy it. So you see that I'm buying it. I want them. I want their report backs to be like, yeah, we we we, we couldn't we couldn't move uh, we couldn't move scorn at all, uh, <laughs> or no, we couldn't we couldn't move nitro Zeus at all. But scorn scorn just disappeared, went flying off the shelves. Um, hopefully those two are not too hard to find for those who are looking for them. Uh, is there anything else from uh, this Taiwan Expo that you guys want to talk about? I'm trying to think if there's anything else that was interesting that popped up there. Like, we got a confirmation of what, a double confirmation of what Wave 5 of Titan's Return is. The pre-order just went up on Big Bad and everywhere else. They're all looking solid, I think. No, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I guess about it. Alright. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we can all get our clones and our Nitro Zeusai, uh, as we desire them. Uh, well, let's go to a listener question that I've got here from Omnom. Who says, Evangelist and podcast dudes, I have a listener question regarding repaints and redecos. This was clearly a thing in Combiner Wars and the mainline masterpiece Takara vs. Tomy vs. Comic vs. Cartoon vs. Toy vs. Pause for Breath Wars that will rage for millennia. But what I'm getting at is more exclusive, pointless, obscure repaints that just don't seem to belong on shelves in toy stores. For example, I have the Unite Warriors Grand Scourge, but don't care much for uh, Combiner Wars Optimus. Similarly, I just acquired the San Diego Comic Con Sentinel Prime and its translucent orange goodness, and I love it. In my mind, it tastes fizzy. The regular Sentinel, however, leaves me cold. Are there any more of these niche redecos you love or strive for? Are they a little more than cynical cash grabs? What? Hi. Are they a little more Hi. than cynical cash grabs or something that serves a purpose as an opportunity for collectors? Why isn't there an 80s G1 comic colored Galvatron? I, for one, love the look of Quick Switch in the Velocitron box and still hope for a powered convoy Diaclone redeco of Combiner Wars Ultra Magnus. The weird Takara strafe deco of Universe Cyclonus is also a favorite. Gimme more. Loving the podcast. Keeps my commuter blues away. Also, I'm not down with this click. Um. So uh, it took me actually a bit to parse what the question was out of this, uh, <laughs> but I think it's like uh, leaving out obvious repaints. What about the weird, strange ones? Uh, are there any of those you guys are still into? Like when he says like the strafe redeco of Universe Cyclonus, that's actually I think a great example of what he's talking about. Um, also, if you're if, as far as cynical get cash grabs uh, versus opportunity, I think that's not a versus. I think that is a both. Um, something can be a cash grab, a very cynical one even, and also be an opportunity for collectors. This is going to be so much editing fun for you, Chris. I hope you find this little thing and know I love you. While I wait for this disconnection to pass, because uh, Skype's just being a darling, I am uh, watching the bubbles flow up and down, waiting to see what happens with my podcasters three, if you include me, Aaron, TJ, and me. I thought that it might have cleared up by now, but it clearly hasn't. Oh, I see hey. them popping back. Hey guys, hey. I was just oh, I, hi. I, I was uh, I left a message for you. You have to go back and listen to. I was slinging a rhyme that whole time, so it's all good. Uh, in the hood, <laughs> in the hood, or down uh, with my food that I'm eating because it's spelled the same. Is that what your emergency target run was? The food. <laughs> I got some brownies if that's what you're talking about. Oh, hey, I just uh, got like three notifications that you're online now. I am online, yes. Uh, Aaron. Skype doesn't believe it, though. 
Skype's better believes that there are weird Transformers repaints that are uh, that are pretty niche and weird. Aaron, is there any any of those uh, kind of like some of those old ones? The um, like the fire guts, um, Apex armor or not Apex armor? That would have been fire guts God Ginrai or uh, the Shining Magnus. Shining Magnus is a classic. Yeah, you like your Magni yellow and transparent. Did you know a new one of those came out in a third party? Not a third party, sorry. A third third party company? A third third party company? You know how there's a third party company, Iron Factory, who make the legend size things? Mm Mm-hmm. And they made an Ultra Magnus a couple years ago, like a little legend size Ultra Magnus. There's a company called Master something, or their their name is MF, Mecha Mecha something or other. Mother. What? And uh, they uh, something they've done recently is grabbing third party Legends toys and upscaling them by about an inch. So they did okay. that with Iron Factory's Ultra Magnus, and then they released a variant in clear yellow. And I was like, okay. that's a deep ass cut if there ever was one. Uh, I don't know anyone who would want that, but you know, a new shining Magnus is out there in the grayest of legally gray areas. Uh, TJ, what about you? What, what what comes to mind when you think of uh, the truly odd, the truly weird repaints, the ones that aren't so obvious? Uh, for me, there's a few that are kind of kind of kind of my obscure little favorites. Um, from back in R.I.D., I really, I still really love Night Cruise. That was oh, the Night Cruise is tops. Beast yeah, because. Mach- yeah, the beast mission like spy streak and God, i can't remember what i want to say Fireflight for universe i think like, so both are such strange decos on that mold it just never worked for me but night cruise just like is a thing of beauty spy streak always felt very euro g1 to me and with like a tinge of beast machines permeating throughout kind of like all that green okay. and red yeah mm-hmm um but yeah, yeah. night cruise was tops like yeah, that, that like, friggin that that circuit boardy deco yeah whatever, whatever it was bla- yeah oh it was jet black and like off-white panel lining yeah all through him looks so good and i i guess i was thinking about it now it's like i think i tend towards some of the black and white repaints because the other one i had in mind was the fox kids transmetal tarantulas yeah who i think looks way creepier than the original well, he, and he like he is straight up zombie tarantulas. Like what three mm-hmm. H appropriated him into zombie tarantulas? Yeah, in their post fiction. So like yeah, that, that I think that was probably the coolest Fox Kids repaint of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna throw oh, another, oh, another was, black and white I one. Kind of, I was partial to their. Uh, I was kind of partial to their Waspinator too. Yeah, because that made Transmetal Waspinator actually look like a bee. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, for, for other black and white ones there's one other one that immediately came to mind what was his name checkpoint you know the prowl and the energon prowl and rodimus oh, yeah yeah it's like two police officers that the, was cool the swat two pack yeah. yeah yeah with random japanese characters on prowl and then like the um it was more recently they they were garbage gummy quality from what i heard but they the it was a bunch of redecos of prime toys as new protectobots who don't combine Oh, those. Do you remember that? Like, white yeah. and blue? And I almost picked those up because they were on, like, the deadest clearance, and I just liked the idea that they were new characters. Um, but I heard nothing but terrible about the quality, like, that they were, like, the dregs of steel molds that were bound for retirement kind of stuff. Uh, Get our use out of it before it crashes. That's right. <laughs> um, 
just off the top of my head, as far as like weird repaints that I kind of loved, and actually I never ended up picking up most of them, was the, uh, remember in Cybertron, the Velocitronians often got these GT repaints? Like there was like Overdrive GT? And Overdrive or Override? Override. Override. Like over, you know, the Override redeco? Yeah. And then I think there was a GT for, um, I always forget the names in America. It was Skids. It, was it Skids? Uh, Skids was a Japanese name. Talking to the, oh, G, oh, it was the GTS. Yes, yeah, sorry, GTS. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh I, god, I don't remember any one. of their names. The, the old man guy got redone, kind of as Cup, but in a clever yeah. way. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and then like, oh, what was his name? Crumple Zone. Got done up as Dark Crumple Zone. Maybe I'm covering for another Skype out. I am covering for another Skype out. Those are the bubbles going up. Everybody's faces. Let's see how long this one is. Let's see if I get any secret messages again. Just, I guess, kind of markers for you, maybe? For be big pops? I don't know. I'm actually going to be really disappointed if you guys don't leave me secret messages. Because if I cut it all together so it's like we're all talking to each other but we can't hear each other, that's going to be some audio magic. That's going to be some sweet pod. Oh, I think they're back. Hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say the one guy who didn't get a GTS was Crumple Zone because he got to be Dark Crumple Zone. Yeah, Clocker didn't get one either. He just became Swerve. Oh, that's right. He was red. Yeah, the other one was Ransack. Yes. Ransack got a GTS. Yeah, that was to go with Dark Crumple Zone. And Dark Crumple Zone was big because that was when Land Bullet turned into Arms Bullet. But in Japan, they never actually released Arms Bullet until much later when Dark Crumple Zone got made. Why do I remember all this about Cybertron? <laughs> Good toy line. That's right. Because you have issues on so many levels. That too. You're both right. Again, this is not a versus. This is not an and or. This is a this is a to from. Uh, I hope that answered what your question was, Omnom. Um, I don't want to chance this too much longer. Uh, I guess uh, just on the topic of weird redecos like that, like anyone listening, if you want to leave a few ideas in the thread, please feel free. Um, how would you guys feel about us just moving straight into what we got this week? Uh, That's I got a, fine. I got a staple gun, yeah, so I I, I'll see if I can just keep just keep Skype together while we're doing this. Uh, on topic of what we got this week, uh, Aaron, did you get anything on topic this week? I already told you what I got this week. I know. That's Sky Shadow. This is how the podcast and, works. And I've broken a couple people by going, yeah, I mean, I like him, but oh, he's in half. Oh, you mean you scared people? Yeah. Don't oh, and just you're like, being Why a would you do that to your? T-? I'm like, no, it's act- it turns into a jet and a tank as two separate things, so it has to separate. So it just goes like. But I'm actually so I was early on was skeptical about how solid that connection was, mm-hmm. and I'm glad to say, I, I, significant shaking and it's not coming apart. It's so. one of my one of my favorite simple lock togethers in a long yeah. time. The only thing I wish is that, like, the point that goes in was on some sort of uh, 
pivot swivel so that he could have hip articulation. Yeah, that killed me on Sky Shadow because I was like, I see how a waist joint works. Yeah. I can see yeah. it right if, here. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, I don't know if that piece was mushroom pegged, if that would like mess with the integrity of the connection. Yeah, maybe. But I was thinking uh, not mushroom peg, just, uh, you know, shoot a rivet up his gusset, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, good paint apps, hey, it has more of the dumb stickers on it, but not nearly as bad as I thought it could be. Um, the one thing I, I was kind of confused about and was at first thought it was, oh, it's probably for future repaint issues, the way that the black pieces of plastic that have the Decepticon emblems on them clip over his shoulders, mm -hmm. that there's nothing that holds them in place. There's not even adhesive. Yeah. They're just kind of friction in place. So I thought that was going to be like a, oh, this is this is the way that they make it easy to do a redeco. They just don't include those pieces. And then, oh, it's completely different on Overlord. Okay. I think that that might still be there for potential redeco yeah, ideas, it, like just you know, I mean, outside of yeah. the two obvious ones. It, it gives like it's them not unheard the of options, to have a third repaint of a leader toy, definitely right? a pre-tool setup. I know he agrees um, with me. Where, again, I'm... Even though I Skype, would, I think, is about to disconnect. I wager did. I know that he Overlord was designed first, and then this was he probably before, was saying, and you're hey, so let's right. put this you're one so out first. Right, so that you're so right, That's sells. what he was saying right before that happened. And it's part true, five. It's true. We have it on record. You know, there's no recording of it, but we do have it on record. That's what he was saying. Um, we have all the best recordings here. On the WTF or TFW, simply the best, uh, cracking geniuses working behind the scenes, who keep a lot of these wheels turning in this big machine. You know, uh, a lot of people don't understand the distinguished crew that we have working on this uh, are, are simply some of the best and brightest people uh, that have ever been. Hey, you're uh, online again. In the industry of audio, uh, it's fantastic. The work that they do. I, I think you're going to have two releases. You're going to have the short podcast episode, and you're going to have the long everything I cut out to make it a podcast episode. Episode. W what if I don't cut anything out, and I just arrange it so that I make a conversation out of whatever it is we're saying during the disconnects? Uh, I. What if this podcast is art, Aaron? Braver man than I. Can podcasts be art? No. <laughs> they said that about video games. Um, Aaron, I was uh, I was just mentioning that I bet you those black parts coming off are still actually there for potential repaints just beyond the uh, the obvious one. Yeah, um, I think that may be a case where that is more um, preemptive. Like, mm -hmm. hey, you know, we're not going to we're not going to paint ourselves into a corner with this. Yeah. So by doing this, it gives us options for different stuff so we can toss in on top of the shoulders or change out the guns to be something else. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I, oh, I enjoy it. Um, definitely, it was more of a, hey, I've not bought anything Transformers. Why haven't I bought anything Transformers? I need to buy something Transformers. Motherfucker. Anyone having a thunderstorm anywhere? A chance? Any thunderstorms going on? Anywhere? Are you there? Or no, you guys aren't back yet. I'm still talking to myself. No, we just disconnected again. 
this the end of Skype? Is this the death of the entire service? Is this how Skype falls? Not with a great battle, but with three, maybe amongst the three of us, varying levels of tiredness, three enthusiasts for a brand. Is it us? Did we just fell the Titan Skype? Is this how Skype uh, died? Yes. You're back. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was about to say, maybe we should uh, ask TJ what he got that was on topic this week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have but one thing. All right. Uh, so that'll be it... a three disconnection conversation then. <laughs> no, I got the new barricade. Oh, you got the last night yeah. barricade. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about him? Uh, a little indifferent. Mm -hmm. Did you Cause... pay 20 bucks for him? No. Okay. Good. No, Good. I paid the 1580 something that Walmart wanted. Excellent. Uh, for that, he does feel like a toy out of the last movie line. Mm -hmm. It's just, I, I feel like Hasbro wants me to pay five bucks for a fancy box. Which I'm not really cool with, because, I don't know, like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a good enough toy. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not offended by it in any way. I like all the little storage spots for his weapons. You know, I like, you know, I, I like how his little, like, wrist... Like his like little wrist Gatling gun thing can unfold and become like anti-air guns on his car mode. That's neat. I don't know. I'm I'm not seeing where the price got jacked up. It just seems like an arbitrary price hike. Well, that, that's the weird part about that toy. In a lot of these um, premier edition toys, is there are bits of them where I'm like, this is the start of the thing that made you be maybe a bit more expensive. Like with Barricade three accessories that all have storage spots on them and like you know integrated play patterns and like all the paint on the top of the the car mode i'm like this is the start of something but then in parts mm -hmm. of him it also just stops like the really glaring light tan plastic that is appearing throughout his body that doesn't color match with anything else on him <laughs> right and it's like you guys have premium ideas, but not premium execution, and then uh, it's all kind of being balanced out with this three-layer box that he's stuck in. <laughs> yeah, but besides that, he feels like I expect a movie toy to feel. He relies a lot more on panels and shells to hide his robot rather than becoming the robot. Uh, you know, just, I don't know, aesthetics that I, I'm really finding I am getting tired of. If you... I like the look of it at all. Um, one of the many qualities of the Voyager Megatron is how much of his vehicle mode just sort of turns into his body. I'm still eyeballing the leader. I think you should just get both, but that's because I'm from the nasty club who wants to buy every Megatron. Would you believe I'm even eyeballing the one-step changer and the one with the flip-out mask? Oh, my, oh man. man. Only because okay, we're going we're to have to get you to some meetings. Do one a days. Listen, we in Canada we have coupons. Okay, <laughs> it makes it all okay. Uh, well, I I, uh, I got one on topic thing as well. Um, I got the new Mastermind Creations Calidus, which is their take on uh, the more than meets the eye version of Rodimus. I'll send you guys my two pictures I took. Uh. So he is very Alex Milne, um, and his vehicle mode is kind of the highlight for me. Uh, not to say that that's a dig on the robot mode, it's more that I've wanted a physical version of this vehicle mode for years now. 
and uh, this one does not disappoint. It transforms in a very cool way, and in a way that does, you know, that trick where the legs kind of fold up across the entire body to make the vehicle mode a lot smaller than the robot. Mm -hmm. So he turns into this really compact, like, not palm size, but if you put this car mode on your palm, it kind of feels like it was made to lay on top of your hand kind of size. Uh, it's gorgeous. I love the shape of it. The robot mode is pretty cool. Uh, it just isn't, uh, it isn't one of, like, the top three things Mastermind has ever made. Like, this guy doesn't beat their version of Tarn, which is kind of what I was secretly hoping he would do. Um, the main problem is, uh, in the lower body. Like, the upper body, they have some interesting mechanisms to allow for those big, tall shoulders to pose without, you know, going directly into his head. Um... In the lower body, it's, it's actually a very strange oversight for Mastermind. A lot of it comes down to his ankles. Uh, he's got ankle tilts, he's got forward-backward ankle hinges, but the, the ranges on them are severely limited by the, uh, the kind of pant legs that the feet reside inside of. And you can slide the feet forward in a way that looks like they would get more range, but as far as I can tell, it gives me maybe another 5-10 degrees tops on the ankle tilts. So... He's very dynamic looking, but uh, for, a t for, for a toy from a lion that has been great about planted stances, uh, I, I was a little let down by the ankle uh, range on this guy. Um, and so it's like, you know, he's not he's not a Tarn, um, but he's also not down there with Jaegertron, their version of Lockdown. That's, I think, still one of the worst things they've ever released. Um He's just in the kind of, he's in the middle to high middle, I think. The transformation in the vehicle mode elevate him enormously, and the poses that he can do well, he does really well. Um, also, he comes with, uh, aside from a gun, he comes with a bow, like a bow and arrow that's based on the animated Rodimus's weaponry, and that's kind of neat, and that can turn into like a, a sort of front bumper battering ram thing for the, uh, the vehicle mode. So, uh... He's pretty solid. He There's another company, SXS, is doing their own take on this design as well. I'm interested to see how that turns out. Um, but it's really cool to finally get these very dedicated figures that are 100% comic book Rodimus first and foremost. Um, and also his fins are big and they stick out and you can see them from the front, uh, even though his shoulders are big. So that's a step he has above the Titans Return version. Um... And he, oh, he has a, he has two different heads as well. He's got a grim face and he's got his smirk face, and they're very similar to each other. It looks like the two face sculpts are based entirely on that meme of Rodimus spending two panels saying nothing and then smirking and saying cool. Uh, and unfortunately, I think you do, you do need to use a screwdriver to swap them, which is kind of annoying for my own eh. tastes because it's a ball socket connection. But it's like you need to use a screwdriver for the head to let go of the ball socket in a comfortable way. Um, I don't know. Um. TJ, being a Rodimus person, did you have any interest in this project? Or did, did we, we lose, lose TJ? Him? I'm here. Well, Aaron. Which is amazing. Uh, being a person who has read the comic books to at least a certain point, do you have any interest <laughs> in a Rodimus project that's based on a comic book Rodimus? Uh, I think he looks good. Um, I like I like seeing the... Uh alternate mode for Rodimus that I don't know if we've really seen in the comic books or am I just that bad and can't remember it's only shown up a couple of times uh okay. very very rarely it's definitely not been anything seen recently no no okay in fact I think it was called out that this, uh, there was a comic book near the end of the more than meets the eye titled series where Rodimus could have turned into a car but instead he rode on like a hover Vespa and that got a little okay. bit of ire from some of the readers where they're like he, he could have transformed there uh, I didn't really care, but 
Uh, TJ, are you back? Uh, yeah, I am. Hi. Hi. Uh, I was just going to ask you, being someone who's a Rodimus person, have you looked at this Mastermind Creations comic Rodimus, and does it interest you at all? I have more than once, I admit. Um, I don't know, really. Because, yeah, it's spot on to the IDW design. It looks, it, you know, it does look really, really cool. I know, I, I'm still drawn to, like, I'm, I'm still, like, a fan of the classic Rodimus look, though. Mm. Like, I mean, th- this looks cool. I like, you know, I don't mind seeing it in the comics, but I don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't have much desire to have that particular version of Rodimus, Hot Rod, whatever you want to call him this week. Uh, I really don't feel like I need him on my shelf. Yeah, it just, it just leaves us all going, like, when do we still get our really cool basic mainline Rodimus? Yeah. Right? Like, the Titans Return one, I, I think I like more than you guys do, but it, it ain't without its problems. I, li- I like it okay. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, it's this freaking Rodimus thing, where Rodimus toys are always somehow really unphotogenic. And, you know, in person, you need to have them in certain positions, then they suddenly look really cool. But then all you gotta do is turn, like, two parts the wrong way once, and he looks like a mess. And, like, his shoulders are out of alignment with his neck, and his fins are, like, buried behind his shoulder pauldrons, and it, it all gets crazy. Uh, I don't know what's up with Rodimus, man. But that is our on topic what we got this week. So, while we're all still here, uh, Aaron, did you get anything off topic this week? Hey, I got a couple off topic things. All right. Um, I got a switch. I don't know if I talked about that last time. And that was his cue to disconnect. Did, did we go away? That's where the Skype call fell apart. It hurt we him say away. a couple fun. of things. And the Skype call said. Oh, I don't got time fun, for this. Fun, I thought this was a Transformers fun, podcast. Fun. And with perfect timing. Fun, 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 fun. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> you know why that happened, Aaron? Hi. Because this podcast is tired of us talking about off-topic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's you, so, you said a couple of things, and the podcast was like, hey, I didn't subscribe to hear about no pro wrestling. <laughs> so did I talk about getting a Switch last time? Oh, man. DJ, you remember sure the half functioning <laughs> brain right now because <laughs> I, I i can't remember if i got a switch or not like i i mean okay i remember that i got a switch that i mean hey Aaron, guess what you should go look in your living it's, room it's right there yeah <laughs> actually actually no it's not in the living room it's right here it's i was waiting uh earlier go look in your living um, room anyway surprise yeah the dock's in there we got um, you a dock but yeah, I got a Switch and Breath of the Wild. Switch came about because we were at Target and I'd always just walk past the electronics department just the way that I do the route and was like, oh, hey, they they actually have a Switch here. <sighs> okay, fine. So I went and even the uh, the guys in the electronics area were like, yeah, that's very surprising that it hung around as long as it did. We opened up two boxes this morning and that one's still there. I'm like, okay, fine. Just give it to me, goddammit. And then I was like, okay, well, Breath of the Wild is the, the thing that I have to have. Oh, wait a second. They're like, yeah, we don't have any Breath of the Wild. It's like, how? Okay. And apparently it has a 100% attach rate to switches. So I guess that's how they don't have Breath of the Wild. Huh. So uh, just came home, downloaded it, and I've been playing a lot of that. 
um, using all of the random amiibos that I had picked up along the way to get extra items and then picked up some of the Breath of the Wild amiibos uh, nice. to get better items and then going through everything. So, like, what makes an amiibo work is just a little NFC sticker that's inside of an amiibo. And it turns out, if you, like, find the right place online, you can get, like, 20 of them delivered to your house that have all of the impossible-to-otherwise-get um, Legend of Zelda amiibos. And then you don't need to also have, like, 20 the, figurines sitting around. Right. That seems so, like cheating, but in a way I agree with. Yeah, it's something that, like, I was sitting there and I was I was kind of... Mm, I, I I was really having to think about it of like, man, this feels feels dirty. And then I go and I look and there are some individual amiibos that now are like 70 or $80 <coughs> for one because it's, hey, it's the like Nintendo can't make enough of them. And then they make a game that has specific armor that's basically stuck behind that. Now, granted, it's just, like, cosmetically, from my appearances so far, I've gotten, with the different taps of it, I've only gotten a couple of different armors. I have, like, the cap of time and the high, and, like, a different tunic or something that's mm. from, uh, that, uh, smells of horse or something is the flavor text in it. And it's nothing better than the armor that's in the game, um, and it requires some of the hardest materials to get to upgrade to, like, maybe make it be slightly better uh than what's in the game but it's it's definitely a case of like i was like i just want to see that or like get a pona because that's a very good horse and i mean it's also a pona is that your note to the seller is like i want to get the pona yeah well so to to do that it's like two or three of them and i already had a link amiibo and i got a pona but before i had done the stuff to find out about stables in the game Ooh. so just like okay Wait. i i have i have a pona and then i can't ride a pona anymore so bye bye horsey wait so and you can then, spawn you can you can get a pona and then have to just let a pona go yeah that seems dirty yeah i was like all right bye horsey and then like a half hour later i'm like oh what's this place oh it's a stable oh you can put you can put your horses here. Oh, crap. And then, like, go back to where I had left opponent. You're running but, off. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing that's funny about that is, so, like, if you get, like, you find a horse in the wild, you sneak up on it, you jump on it, and then you, you get it to calm down, and you, you tame it or whatever, and you take it to the stable, you can name it, and you can, like, mess with its mane and with its tail, and you can put different, you know, if you have different uh, uh, saddle or uh, bridles, you can do different stuff with that. You go to those options with Epona, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't think she'd like that. You don't, you don't change the horse's name. <laughs> hey, listen, you don't change the horse's look. She wouldn't like it. this. Is a legendary horse. My name she is. She wouldn't like it. My name is Epona. All right, don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, this horse has nothing to. Say. She's gonna. F you up. Look, she's look, look. She's she was in a game of the year. She's a bit of a diva. Yeah. Don't touch me, don't feed me things, don't name me, and don't look at me when I'm in the stable. Like, it would be great if this is the yeah, you, whole sub-quest. 
You can't look me directly in the eye. But you're a horse. You have I. Your eyes are on the side of the head, not the the front. We can't come at you from behind. I said, don't look. Yeah, if you I do, <laughs> then the amiibo actually just catches fire, and it's like opponents like, hey, you want to use me again? Better go buy a new amiibo. <laughs> just um, just there with a the whole bowl. I only want hay that's eight inches long exactly, yeah. seasoned with the finest crushed herbs. It's like you can't even taste it. No, I can. I'm a, I'm Epina. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I've I've uh, got a bunch of cards that were everything that is related to the game, so that it's much easier to uh, just tap along and uh, take care of that. More portable too. Uh, yeah, you don't have to carry it, a sack of amiibos around with you. It it actually is. I when it showed up it was just in like a bubble mailer i'm like yeah, that's kind of funny because otherwise it would have been like 80 million boxes and all that stuff but uh yeah i'm trying to think uh beyond that i mean i've had a good time just parting around in the game it's it's good on the kind of skyrimy um open world of okay i'm off doing this thing oh here's this thing over here and start go oh there's this thing over here i gotta go over oh there's this and then wait what was i doing are you down oh yeah oh yeah i'm I'm saving hyrule that's right are you down for switch skyrim like man i don't know i've played skyrim on everything you can play as link in this one yeah well you get you get you get his equipment oh yeah that's close enough you get to watch a guy dressed like Link get Ragdoll killed by all the stuff that Ragdoll kills you in Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. I think it's kind of messed up. <laughs> Myself. Also, if you, it's Skyrim, isn't that the one where you can also have Link like, just go around German suplexing people? Like if you stealth kill them in hand-to-hand? I don't know. That I'm not sure about. It has been a long time since I played Skyrim because I got it on release day on PC and played through the end of it and was like, okay, cool. I've started it like 15 times. Yeah, on on 15 different things, I bet. Oddly, okay, two, two different things. Uh, but yeah, I've never actually played past a certain point in that game. I always I always kind of get bored. Yeah, that's um at least this is doing a good job of drawing you back in. Yeah. We're at like yeah, I can go wander off and do a thing and then do another thing and kind of, um, you know, work my way towards, you know, whatever. And no matter what I'm doing, I am working. It, it, it's something that's going to benefit me in the end. If I'm going and doing shrine, crate, shrine quests, then i'm going to be able to upgrade my hearts or my stamina or if i'm going for korok seeds then i can upgrade my inventory and stuff like that also if if story stuff happens in a zelda game it's usually you know kind of grand when story stuff happens in skyrim from what i I remember it just looks like machinima but with voice actors because it's all still happening in engine Mm -hmm. it's all still with the you know the janky animation and stuff um well, anything else off topic on your end, Aaron? Uh I also did get uh Alfie just today. We were at Barnes and Noble and she had a stack of coupons and she picked me up the uh from Good Smile I forget what they're called, Neandroid uh um, Mega Man. Nendroid Mega Man. Nendroid Mega Man. 
and I had like I guess I knew but I had forgotten and then didn't know again or something that he's not posable so much as you swap out his parts to make him pose yeah he's one of those nendos yeah you want um, you want one that is imminently posable and in a very clever way find nendo kirby that's a piece okay yeah because that's like magnets right yeah mm-hmm. yeah magnets around a ball and they all feel like what kirby would feel like in real life right um but yeah she ended up getting it for like less than 50 percent of the price so that's still tops that's still tops yeah and it's still it, it's one of st- one of the best Mega Man to- toys you can get, you know. Right? How many are yeah. there? <laughs> uh, I got a shelf I could show you. <laughs> I got them <Yeah>. all. <laughs> well, I, I have the uh, Kotobukaya ones, the kit build ones. Yeah, and yeah. those are bad. I enjoyed building them, and they're pretty poseable and good. So this will potentially. I think this may also end up uh, going into the office to be on the desk. Oh yeah, Nendo's are perfect desk toys because mm-hmm. actually, you know, since most of them can't be posed. You can't have office right. mates be goofs with them, and then they'll 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 try to pose it. They'll pull the arm off, then you act like they broke it, mm-hmm. and you act like it was an eighty dollar toy, and then you know have some good times. Yeah, I, nice I'm thing still... is Mega Man's uh, Mega Man's actually one of those that you don't actually need the stand to hold up either. Usually, yeah. usually Nendoroids have those tiny little feet; and they can't stand on their own. Yeah, but uh, the the one th- so I, um, boss. Uh, gave his two weeks notice and have a new boss and I'm still not uh, not sure if there's going to be a moment of like Aaron you have a lot of stuff on your desk you've got like two Lego helicopters a giant Lego rocket that you know sticks up above everybody else's desk area and you've got a couple of transformers you think you need to roll this back a little bit no then you go like no listen this is my design all right yeah. this is how it works <laughs> And then, and then it'll just be like, you know, clunk. Here's something else. Mm. Mm. What, you, what you do is you go like, sorry, is, is my work is my work not happening fast enough? Yeah. And if they say no, your work's going great. Like, yeah, because this is my design. Don't screw with it. And yeah. <laughs> and slam the door shut, and it's like an open cubicle, but you installed a door anyway somehow. No roof. <laughs> I'm thinking about WKRP in Cincinnati. Remember that show? Oh yeah. Remember, remember Les Nesman and his fake door. Mm-hmm. His fake office wall, he'd, he'd tape on the floor, you had to respect it. Having a flashback. <laughs> uh, anything else, Aaron, on your end? Uh, I think that's it. Alrighty, uh, DJ, uh, what about you? Did, did you do any off-topic stuff? Yeah, I did some off-topic. Alrighty. Uh, for me, it's mostly catching up on my X8 haul. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've got the new, I got the second buggle driver. The turquoise one? Yeah, the gray, yeah, the silver and turquoise one. and I got uh, both of the gashats to go with that one. Nice. Which, those are fun because both of them have completely redone audio. Yeah. You know, so you don't feel like you're buying just like, well, it's a new gashat, but it's only got like, eh, you know, five new audio clips in it total. Well, it's like, from, from what I saw, they kind of updated, in a way, the base audio template. Where, you know, older Gashats might not have been fully show accurate. They, like, went in and were like, okay, here's the sounds that, you know, maybe we didn't quite catch. We'll pop them into these ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, you, are you at all down for the, the Shin Dan Kuroto version of the Buggle Driver 2? I saw that. That it's, <laughs> it's a funny gimmick, but it's, it's a little bit too bizarre. Like, I like the interchangeability of the Gashats too much to have a 
big picture of Dan blocking the image. I think that one is more like you're buying this to have a sound box with like uh, like 10 minutes of him talking at it or something. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, but, yeah. So all, all of that piled up. I got the hyper Muteki. Yeah, I, uh, I adore that suit design. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't, and I'm like, maybe it's because I like Gao Gai Gar, but like, that is literally hyper mode guy, like cyborg guy. It struck it struck me as Common Rider Super Saiyan three. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of dig it. It's did different. you did you see that? Apparently, canonically, the reason it has all that hair is that that's its heat venting system. No, apparently. Like, I, I... I know hmm. there's no design element on a common rider suit that doesn't have some explanation from Toei. I know, but I was like I was like I wonder what how they're going to explain him having literal golden long manes of hair coming out of his helmet like friggin' cyborg guy and the explanation is really close. It's like no, that's all his heat venting. And on cyborg guy it was like yeah, th- those are his batteries, like that's his power system. If I remember right. I don't know, it was kind of cool. Oh, so yeah. Bunch of new noisemakers. That's uh, that's always fun to add to the collection. Cool. Um, I have a question for you before we we head to the end here. Yeah. Uh, did you? Okay, it's two parter. A. Did you go for any Glynites? Two of them. Okay. B. Did you? Is one of those two the dark one that was sold out when I got there? Yes. How did? Oh, okay. Which one did you not get? Uh, the the plain silver one. How long was the dark one up there? I didn't, I'm not entirely sure, because I, uh, I didn't go back and check at any point. Because I, I know, I know the Skullboto sold out super fast. Oh, is this, is this Skype now coming around and uh, kicking me in the butt? Not going sure like you're the others. one who's starting to talk about weird off-topic art toys? Is this Skype getting, getting angry at me? It's like, hey, I thought you said you were done. <laughs> now you're asking him about Glyos? How dare you? I will disconnect you once. Well, you can give it all you want, Skype. Listen, this this skin is thick enough to take a hailstorm of nuts and bolts from the sky. All right, this this skin is thick enough to not be pierced. If you take one corkscrew driver in order to open up a bottle of wine, you might say, and try to pop the cork out of one of these veins, that ain't happening. This skin ain't ain't that thin. All right, bring bring all you got. All right, you got a you got a bull. He better be seeing red, and he better have two friends if you want to knock this podcast over. That's what I'm saying. We we're gonna we, we we are at the end. We're at the cusp, but we are ending on our own terms. We're we're ending this episode the way we want to, not the way you want to. Skype. I bet you thought I was gonna stop talking. I bet you thought by now I'd be out of things to say. Do you know how much noise there is in my head to share with everyone else? Even if the Wi-Fi randomly turns on and off once, that's besides the point. I will continue going. I ain't stopping for nothing. Alright, this this train is one big long audio thing of me. And uh, I don't want to join with video. I just want to join the call Maybe. like a normal person. I'm here. Okay. Apparently I can't. I figured I would call we'll find since a way it seems around like Chris this. is the one that keeps dropping. Nothing stops the podcast that recording. Might be it. Not thunder. Not lightning. Uh not even this earthquakes. I think one of those tried once. Yeah. 
Which, we did. I mean, part of it is he's on we a just, setup that's we, not uh, We friggin' we, so. we bolted uh, the house uh, down. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. You try to shake the house. The house, you can't shake the house if we bolted to is the that floor. Two? All right, move on. Don't Deal with the neighbor. Uh, see if if they're down for all your uh, your jiggly nonsense. Admittedly, it's hard to keep talking while I'm also trying to push Skype buttons. That gets difficult. Uh, it is also weird when I, I click no. to get out of a call yeah. and it just doesn't let and me get out of the call. That's that's perturbing. I'll just start call. another one. Ain't nothing stopping this train. Alright, locomotion. It's how trains go forward. This train keeps going forward no matter okay, what. Okay, let's try his call then. No dice. A hey, roll of snake eyes. Hi. Hi. I was trying to do the call out myself. That way, like, maybe it, it won't be shitty. You did the call out, though, the first time, I think. No. Oh, the red button for your call just finally disappeared. Excellent. Uh, TJ, are you there? Yeah. All right, so. Which Glyos Knight did you not get? <laughs> uh, I did not get the silver one. All right. Uh, darn, how long was the dark one up there for? <laughs> uh, the dark one, I think, was maybe half an hour. Bums me out, because that broke my little glyos fast I was taking, but I was like, I sure would have liked to get three of these and not two. But all those all those axis joints and things, they, they were all still there for the other two, so I'm still going to be satisfied, I think. Yeah. Like, I'm trying so hard. To, I, I was trying to curtail my Glyos this month, but then they were like, hey, we're going to do, like, D&D &D Beholders. Like, okay, okay. Oh, we're doing, like, all fantasy stuff. Uh, I, I managed, you all. I managed to resist the Beholders, but when I saw Soft Goods Capes, that kind of broke something in me. So I just kept it to, like, all right, I'm going to grab these two knights, I'm going to grab the parts to make them articulated, and I'm going to grab this super heavily friggin' painted skeleton. Yep, got that one, too. And uh, that that's all I did. Walked away from everything else. Um, cool. Uh, anything else off topic on your end? Um, one thing I did just get, which was a Discord installer. Excellent. Weird. I've been setting up a Discord room uh, yeah, for a I've, while. Yeah, I've had Discord installed for quite a while. Uh, I, I'm trying to figure out how much of this is Skype and how much of this is my Wi-Fi problem. I think this is 80% Skype uh, and 20% Wi-Fi. Two of those discons were the Wi-Fi, but we had more than two discons. So we're going to start looking at this Discord thing a little bit more, because this seemed like Skype really wants us to. Yeah. Uh, and then, hey, maybe we can do some more fun stuff with you listeners as well. Uh, we'll figure it out. But uh, in the meantime, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Aaron and TJ, for weathering the storm with me. Yeah. Uh, end of the day, this is still only, you know, just over an hour of, of stuff I have to go through, so it's not going to be too hard. <laughs> Woo! Uh... But yeah, we'll be back with some more Transformers talk. Uh, this month it's TFCon Toronto, so stay tuned for the podcast panel or panels. I'm not quite sure. Whatever we do, there will be at least one, and there will be prizes. So if you're coming to TFCon, be sure to come to the podcast panel or panels, because uh, then you will be entered into a prize drawing, and you might win a prize. And our prizes are toys, so don't you worry about it. It's not like you're going to be, oh, good, I'm going to win a prize, and then you win, like... Uh, a pack of Transformers napkins or something. You're going to win I, a toy. I was planning on just full-on slapping anybody that comes in. That, too. Uh, well, what if we make... Don't... Aaron, we don't want to give it away. You know, like, what if we make that a prize? 
I was, thinking, okay. I was thinking maybe we can have like a prize array. It's like, do you pick door number one or door number two? And we just tell them door yeah. number door number two is Aaron hits you. So if you're into that, pick door number two. What's what's behind door number two? Just yeah, you know why? <laughs> you brought this on yourself. Um. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll figure all that out as well. I need to figure out which I'm gonna look right now. How exactly this is all gonna time out? Uh, okay, I see how this is going to work. All right, we'll figure that out. Um, in the meantime, thank you for t checking out the podcast. Head to the threads to talk if you like. Hit us up on Twitter if you like. Uh, breathe oxygen if you like. You probably should. It's up to you. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. It means, but you got some badass perpetrators and they're here to stay.